Hey ladies, and welcome to the Water with Lemon podcast. This is Emma Cook, your host, and I am so glad you are here listening today. This is a podcast by a 20-something for 20-somethings in hopes that we can be encouraged, inspired, and challenged in this crazy time of life. So grab something refreshing and let's get going. Hey ladies and happy summer. This is a super special episode because I got to record with my good friend Jill Barlow and we got to do it in person. So I'm just so excited for you to listen in on this episode with just some real good sound quality and we are going to be discussing the rule of life. And so with summer hitting, COVID restrictions lifting, routines are not exactly first thing on my mind. But this conversation with Jill has encouraged me to have self-discipline and maintain rhythms and routines for God's glory and for my good. And so I hope it does the same for you. So let's get going with my conversation with Jill Barlow. My gals, I want to pause for just a minute to tell you about our sponsor for today's episode, which is the hashtag 20-something book written by my very own Kimber Cummings. Are you a 20-something gal? Check, yes. Trying to pursue Jesus in what is such an exciting but daunting decade of your life. A decade that seems to be characterized by a lot of dreaming and waiting and discovering. Then this book is for you or just any 20-something at heart. Through Kimber's words, you'll feel the familiarity of a close friend as Kimber encourages us through stories with how to create more fun, freedom, and purpose, work through expectations and dreams and a few disappointments, and just getting to know God's character and goodness transform and inform every area of our lives. I personally enjoyed every single second of this book and laughed so hard. Kimber is real and every gal can relate to what she writes about. So go grab 20-something by Kimber Cummings on Amazon today. Check it out in the show notes. Well, welcome to the podcast, Jill. I'm so excited to have you. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) We're in our fancy studio here people will probably notice like the sound is different and mm. I'm this is like such a gift because I'm usually doing this over zoom so to get to like oh, sit face to face with somebody and record is just a blessing yep and a sign of the times right yes. like wow okay <laughs> yes. I didn't realize you've been doing it via zoom yes I mean yeah it's been our world for a yeah. year so yeah that makes sense and I yeah. did it I did it before that too, just because if some, if I record with somebody like across the country, it's just easier, you know, but the fact that I get to sit in person with my friend, this is like such a gift. It is. I love it so much. (laughs) So how about you tell my listeners about you and what life is like for you right now? Yeah. Well, my name's Jill and I grew up in North Carolina, so I am a Tar Heel in my heart. I love (laughs) college basketball. Um... I am a middle child, so mm-hmm. I'm an older brother and a younger sister, and I have always said that is just my favorite spot in our family. Like, I love that I had an older brother, mm-hmm. you know, who kind of protected me and, you know, uh, showed me the ropes, and then I love I, that I had a younger sister who I could kind of boss around when I wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. she loved that, too. Right? <laughs> um, yeah. 
I am a graduate of Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary. I have my master's in theology and love the Bible, love the Lord, love teaching His Word. Um, I'm an Enneagram 8, Wing Mm -hmm. 7, for all those interested in that uh, assessment. Oh, yeah. Um, What else? I love to be outside. Yeah, any kind of activities, running, kayaking, camping, hiking, Mm -hmm. all of that. Um, And as you know, I work here at Citizens Church Mm -hmm. as a groups minister and get to teach the Bible to our women in our women's Bible class. And it is just my greatest joy Mm -hmm. in life uh, to be Mm -hmm. able to do that and to serve the local church that is Citizens and, yeah, to get to know uh, our people here and to love and serve them. Yeah. And you're really good at it. Oh, thanks, friend. <laughs> I appreciate that. So also, would you just share with us a little bit of your your story, just how you came to know the Lord? Yeah. Yeah. So God saved me when I was in fifth grade, mm. and I can remember it so clearly. Uh, I was riding the bus home one day from school, and I just remember thinking uh, to myself that I wanted to be changed. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what even happened that day, you know, if it was a conversation with some friends or what, but I just remember thinking on that bus ride home, I want to, I want to be changed. And mm-hmm. so when I got home, I found my mom and she was of course in the kitchen making a after school snack for my brother and I. And, mm-hmm. uh, I just remember kind of telling her, I want to be different mom. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what Jesus does. And so yeah, she prayed with me. She talked with me for a while and just kind of explained, yeah, that's exactly what Jesus does. Mm-hmm. You know, he came uh, to save sinners. And that's who I think I was recognizing myself to be in yeah. that bus ride home. Um, and so, yeah, I walked, I grew up in a Southern Baptist church. And so I walked the aisle a couple of weeks later, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, professed my faith in Christ and was baptized a few weeks after that. And um, yeah, have lived, let's see, I turned 50 last month. So oh, yeah. yeah, I guess it's been 36, mm-hmm. seven, eight. I'm trying to do the math. Years. <laughs> yeah. 38, I guess, roughly. Yeah. yeah. Um, years with the Lord, which is just. Yeah, his kindness and his grace to me. That's amazing. That's so cool. And I love stories like where it's just in the mundane, like, mm-hmm. you know, there's no rhyme or reason to it, just a conviction from the spirit. Yeah. That's kind of what mine was too. It was like laying on the floor in third grade and was mm-hmm. just like, I, th- I need Jesus, you know? Like, yes, yes. It's so cool. Yeah. You know, and some people it's way later on in life mm-hmm. and, you know, he works however he wants because he's God. Yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's so cool. I love hearing stories like that. Mm. Um, so I wanted to have you on today because I know that this is something you're super passionate about and I am as well and have become super passionate about it just mm. probably within the last year or so of just what it means to have a rule of life mm. and to establish rhythms Um not in a sense of like, I think I need to do this so that I will become a better Christian, quote unquote, or Mm. so that God will love me more or whatever it Mm. is, but instead a posture to set ourselves in because out of our love for the Lord. So what, what does it mean to have a rule of life? Cause my listeners might be like, what? (laughs) I've never heard that term before, which I hadn't either. So what, what is a rule of life? Oh, that's so good. Um, a rule of life essentially means to live your life with intention and purpose in the present. Hmm. 
not in the future and not, you know, kind of randomly just waking up going, oh, I wonder what today will hold. Um, and so, yeah, if you're like me, you say yes more often than you should. Mm-hmm. And so a rule of life is a really important, I often uh, use the, I guess, the word picture of uh, a trellis. You know, a trellis helps kind of guide a plant, yeah, you yeah. know. Uh, and so a rule of life is similar to a trellis in that way. Another picture, yeah, it might be a scaffold, a scaffold of disciplines mm-hmm. is how I often talk about it. You know, one building on top of another in order that we not only love God more deeply, mm-hmm. but each other more deeply. Yeah. Um, and so each rule that I establish, each rhythm of life is is exactly that. It's a way to partner with God mm-hmm. uh, for the transformation that I know, that I know, that I know, <laughs> that only He can bring yeah. uh, to my heart. And so, yeah, yeah a rule of, is meant to be life-giving. It's not mm-hmm. meant to be uh, burdensome in right. any way. Um, yeah, it is meant to uh, grow you mm-hmm. and to transform you. Yeah. Uh, in your love for God and for others in your life. Mm-hmm. I love that. And so yeah. in that, what are some of your rhythms that you follow? Like yeah. as an example, I'm always like, okay, cool. But like, what does that look like? <laughs> yes. Yes. No, it's so good. Uh, so one of the things, yeah, that is, has become most important for me being in full-time ministry for the past eight years or so has been a 12 hour free mm-hmm. uh, period, I guess, of not having anything work related in that 12 hours, because if you think, oh, I might sleep for seven or eight hours Mm -hmm. and then I need to exercise and I need to grocery shop and, you know, and see a friend, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, occasionally. Any Um, other sort of life besides work. Yes. (laughs) But when I close my MacBook, you know, that final Mm -hmm. email, if it's at 7 p.m., then that means that MacBook is going to stay closed until 7 a.m., Uh, the next day, or if it's, you know, a late night, for example, women's Bible class, right? I typically get home 930, 10. And so I'm going to most likely, yeah, not even think about work, I hope Mm -hmm. for that next 12 hours until the next morning around that same time. So yeah, I like that one. It's a great one. It's a good one. Uh, That came into play in regards to my uh, social media actually, Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Because like you and most people that I know, myself included, uh, out of boredom, I am standing, you know, in a grocery line or at a stoplight and I'm just jumping on Instagram or Facebook. Because it's just habit. Yes, because it's just there. And, you know, my phone is never not with me, (laughs) you know? And I decided, okay, that 12 hour rule is really helpful for work. How can it be helpful for social media? Mm. And so I try and, you know, I'm not perfect at any of this by any means. That's, I want your listeners to really understand that not doing this perfectly by any means, but I try, you know, to have that 12 hour rule of social media in that if I, you know, jump on it, 7 a.m., yeah. then I try to wait until 7 p.m. Yeah. to kind of, you know, see what is going on in friends' lives or hmm. culture or whatever might right. be going on. So Right. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a really good <laughs> rhythm for me. Um, and so those are like daily rhythms, right? So we can have 
yes. daily, weekly, monthly, yearly. Exactly. Right? Yes. And that's exactly how mine is kind of set up. Okay. Uh, and I have, I guess, about six categories. So, mm-hmm. you know, relationally, uh, I am going to try daily to text thoughtfully. Like mm-hmm. that's one of my roles, like not out of boredom again. You know, I, I feel like I I just am so restless on the inside right. <laughs> that out of boredom, I do a lot of things is what yeah. I've discovered about myself. And so mm-hmm. I want to text thoughtfully mm-hmm. to my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, financially is another category. And that oh, yeah. means trying to, as much as possible, brew my own coffee in the mm-hmm. mornings at home mm-hmm. rather than running by Starbucks every day mm-hmm. or Mudleaf here it in Plano. Up. You know, yeah. it does. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, you know, it's a physical is another category, you know, trying to exercise daily, mm-hmm. certainly, yeah, accumulating those miles uh, over a week and over a month and over a year. And yeah. so the yearly goal would be I'm going to try and run two races a year nice. uh, is a rule. Um, yeah. So I think whatever is helpful for you, and that's really important to say, mm-hmm. uh, as you think about having a rule of life, to think personally. Mm-hmm. excuse me, to think uh, really practically, as well as theologically, of course, about Mm -hmm. your own life, uh, to not try to do anything that is uh, overachieving, I guess. Uh, You know, I think, yeah, to paint a realistic life of this is not only who I am and who God has designed me to be. So my gifts come into play and talents come into play, but also just schedule and season of life, all of those things are the variables of how I try to craft my right. role. Right. Yeah. yeah. I like that. So let's say, let's say someone's like, oh yes, this sounds great. I want to craft this for myself. Like I, you know, that's something that I've been wanting or needing. Like I think about also different seasons of life, how those can sometimes be like um, different based on, you know, cause I'm entering into summer as yeah. a teacher yeah. and I'm like, Ooh, yeah. party, you know, mm-hmm. let's go. It can be very easy to be like all rhythms to the mm-hmm. side, you mm-hmm. know, because mm-hmm. I've been in such a routine for yeah. a year or nine months really, or college students. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of college students mm-hmm. who listen, who might kind of be the same as me who are like, yeah, let's go summer rhythms out the door, you know? So I know that they can be different in seasons and things like that. So right now, you know, I'm sure girls can be listening that are teachers or college students, or Mm -hmm. they have rhythms all year long and that's great. Mm -hmm. But summer does bring different things. So let's say if someone is going, okay, I want this. What does that, what does that look like? Are there resources or there, you know, what should they do to kind of get started with that? Yeah. I would say the first thing uh, to do kind of think through some categories that, you know, that you're kind of struggling with. And so with summer, Mm -hmm. you know, my first thought is, oh my gosh, I just want to be with all the people, right? Like I just want, yeah, to see. Mm -hmm. Cause I've been hiding away. Exactly. (laughs) Especially during a season of COVID that we have all walked in. Um, And so to think small in terms of And Jesus even models this for us, right? Like he's got his 12 disciples, but then he also just has his three, Mm. you know, the Peter, James, and John in your life. Who is, who is that? Uh, 
Because they got to see more of Jesus, yeah. you know, than uh, the other nine did, especially his, yeah, his glorification, right? Like on that mm. mountain, such mm. a beautiful picture of friendship and intimacy, you know, and so much more, right? Right, right. Uh, but to reveal himself in that way to those three. And mm. so just thinking, yeah, about this summer and your extra time, what relationships, yeah, do you want to see more uh you know, on a weekly basis, but also like, yeah, who, who do you want to grow more deeply in friendship with and to, to not be spread so thin, uh, mm-hmm. I think is, yeah, a helpful, um, maybe tip as we head into summer for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. But certainly yeah. as you begin to kind of craft mm-hmm. your rule, I think it's important to think through which relationships, yeah, mm-hmm. do I want, uh, to be the most meaningful at the end of the summer, you know, right. the end of, yeah. 2021. Um, and you know, that can come into play again, financially, like maybe there's a financial goal you've been trying Mm -hmm. to save for a trip or just Mm -hmm. save for kind of an emergency fund. You know, I'd like to have a, an extra Mm -hmm. thousand dollars in my, uh, bank account by the end of the summer. What is that? Yeah. What does that look like? Mm -hmm. It's like maybe not going to Starbucks every day, you know, Mm -hmm. and different things, uh, in order to save and yeah, just spend wisely. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So, you know, do you kind of change yours based on seasons as well? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Mm -hmm. I, you've heard me talk a lot about this, but you know, seasons of the soul Mm -hmm. uh, in the same way, there are four physical seasons outdoors, you know, Mm -hmm. in our world, winter, uh, spring, summer, and fall, there are seasons of the soul in Mm -hmm. those same, uh, ways. And so, you know, for, a person that is in the middle of winter, which means God might feel really distant. Mm-hmm. Uh, life is not necessarily joyful or mm-hmm. good. Maybe even it's a season of suffering or trial. Um, you're going to want to really, yeah, uh, be wise in terms of your rule of life and giving yourself grace mm-hmm. to not be in relationships, you know. To, to have time uh, away from perhaps ministry relationships, even mm-hmm. to take a kind of a time out um, in order to allow the Lord to one sanctify you as he's always doing. Right. Mm-hmm. But to also uh, heal if there is suffering, yeah. if there is trial, you know, I think about grief and loss in my, in my life. Those are, those are mm-hmm. moments and seasons, long seasons, in fact, of, uh, of winter. And so thinking I'm going to pour into maybe two friends in mm-hmm. winter yeah. versus summer, you know, yeah. summer of not Go only crazy. the physical season. Yeah, yeah. But also of the spiritual season of our soul. I, I just want to have, yeah, cookouts and mm-hmm. swim parties. And, you know, I want to invite 30 friends over, uh, in summer right. of the soul because I just can't get enough of people, mm-hmm. you know, but in winter, yeah, it's a little more reserved. It's a little more mm-hmm. um, practical for what I know I can handle yeah. in a season of suffering. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And the other thing that I was thinking about with this is like some personalities could tend towards thinking that th- this is, you know, something more legalistic or mm-hmm. fall into wanting to perfect that and mm-hmm. thinking if they if they don't follow their rule that they did something wrong and it can kind of become mm. 
more harmful than good. So how can uh, you encourage those that maybe might fall into legalism with the, with these practices? Yeah, that's such a good question. I think, you know, a rule of life, ultimately its purpose is to honor my limits, right? Because we are limited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yes. we, we really can't do it all. Yeah. Even we though try. We, yeah, we think we can uh, <laughs> certain times and seasons. Um, but it keeps, again, those values and those desires uh, in focus. Mm-hmm. Um, it mitigates against the too much and mm-hmm. uh, that's deep in my heart that I want to, uh, yeah, to just do all the things. And again, to say yes as much as possible, to not disappoint anyone or to let anyone down. But when you think, oh, but I can, I can defer for example, a, a coffee meeting with a friend. It doesn't have to be yeah. tomorrow, you mm-hmm. know? And so to think, again, very practically about my life, uh, I probably shouldn't be saying yes to every coffee date for this week. I can take some of those requests, mm-hmm. you know, some of those invitations and make them next week. Like, yeah. that's okay to do. Yeah. Um, because it really is uh, written and intended to be for who I am and how much I can handle, which is going to be different from from you, right? Right. right. Uh, I am an ambivert. Have you heard this new term? No. Yes. So what it's, is that? it's the middle of the road person who oh. is not necessarily majority introvert or extrovert, uh, but kind of right in the middle. Okay. And I feel like that's me because I've never in answering the question about, you know, which one are you? Are you yeah. extrovert or introvert? I love relationships. Mm-hmm. I don't love crowded rooms. You know, I get kind of nervous walking into a large crowd, but I also don't recharge very well by myself. Like mm-hmm. I like being with the one or two, like I, that's mm-hmm. when I feel most refreshed. Um, and so ambivert is this, this new term. And so yeah. I need to write a rule of life knowing that, yeah. right? Like how can I go be with a girlfriend or two, you know, I don't know, going on a spontaneous walk together or yeah. to a lunch, you know, and finding refreshment over my weekend in that way versus just kind of holding up and mm-hmm. <laughs> being at home alone, binge watching Netflix, you know, yeah. those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, and so I think the legalism, yeah, kind of comes into play uh, that a rule, yeah, can be prescriptive. It's mostly descriptive, though, right, right. Uh, but prescriptive when... I notice I've veered off that trellis Mm. or gotten off the scaffold that I mentioned Mm -hmm. earlier. And so it isn't that I, yeah, am trying to abide by all these rules that I've set up in a Mm -hmm. way that is legalistic or that, that brings me shame even. Right. Like I don't want to live my life in shame. Right. uh, But I do want to live with intention and with purpose. And we see that in Jesus's life, right? Like Jesus knows who, he is. He knows his priorities. Um, you know, he says in John 10, you know, I'm the I'm the door. Mm. Um, I'm the shepherd. All of these identity kind of statements. And he also knows why he's here mm-hmm. and what his priorities are. And so if Jesus lived that way, we certainly can, too, is the hope. Yeah. Right. And yeah. the, uh, the intention of of what a rule of life is meant to be. Mm-hmm. I love that. Thank you for sharing all that with yeah. us. Just, yeah. you know, rule of life and what that means. And mm-hmm. it's 
you know, something that I think is, is really important in a, in a world that so easily is like, it's easy for us to just become quickly distracted. It's mm-hmm. easily, easy for us to just kind of live in a, you do, you do whatever you want to do mm-hmm. kind of world, mm-hmm. um, where practices and rhythms have gone out the door. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I'm thankful for that. And that's kind of how it became something of, of even an interest of mine to, yeah. uh, to discover was because I was so tired of answering the question, how are you? With, I'm tired all the time. Yeah. Or I'm stressed out or my life is so busy. You know, like I, I didn't want to answer, you know, to basically everybody that question. How yeah. are you doing, Jill? Oh, I'm, oh, gosh, I'm just, yeah, discouraged because my schedule's too packed and mm. I'm not really knowing my friends and what's going on, you know, in their life because I'm, I'm trying to, to know too many people, right? Um, I was trying to be like 12 people's best friends yeah. <laughs> when all of this came to light for me. And yeah. so mm. I wanted to begin to answer, how are you doing with, with joy, yeah. right? Uh, and not like living this frustrated life, uh, but mm. rather the abundant life that Jesus actually offers to us. Yeah. And so how can my life be more abundant mm-hmm. uh, is a great starter question for crafting your rule of life. I like that because it can be easy almost to think maybe that because you're busy and got things going on that, okay, I'm doing, I'm doing well because mm-hmm. I've got all these things that I'm involved in doing great, yeah. but that can quickly become something that's really overwhelming and not healthy, mm-hmm. you know, to, yeah. to say yes to everything. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. I think we all come to a point where we're like, oh, this isn't working out so well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. So thinking about just kind of my audience and where they're at, um, what encouragement do you just have for 20 somethings in general? Like, mm-hmm. or, or even like, what do you kind of wish you knew as yeah. a 20 something? That's a great question. I love <laughs> it so much. Uh, <laughs> I think the first, yeah, word of encouragement would be, God never gets it wrong. Mm. He never gets it wrong. And so much of my prayer life, especially for, for change, you know, and, and I'm single. I don't think I mentioned that Mm. earlier, but I'm, I'm sitting here single today, never been Mm. married. And I'm again, 50 years old. Mm. And so thinking for a lot of years, just the, the late night crying out to the Lord to Mm. change that, and it affected my faith, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, in a lot of, yeah, a lot of years of thinking that God is getting this wrong. Like, mm-hmm. I, I want to be married, and has he not heard my cries? You know, why is he being silent? All those kinds of kind of crisis of faith uh, moments mm-hmm. to really believe deeply that God isn't getting it wrong. Mm. He's not getting it wrong. I think the second thing that I would encourage is to pay attention to your life. That's kind of why you and I are talking today, Mm -hmm. right? Like pay attention to what has your attention currently. Mm -hmm. And is that a healthy thing? Could there be a rule, you know, maybe established around uh, what you're paying attention to? Mm -hmm. What's consuming your thought is kind of another way I like to think about that. Because if I, if I, think about this week even, right? Like today's a Wednesday. And so 
if I think, what's been on my mind the most? Yeah. Uh, I need to pay attention to what has my attention, mm-hmm. what's been consuming me. And so I think, yeah, a rule of life is helpful in that way. Um, yeah. Those yeah. would be my Th- thought. Attempt. Life is definitely yes. <laughs> something yes. that, you know, can, can really, um, show us what is in our heart, you know, yes. <laughs> what's yes. mattering to us most. And we may not realize that we're like, Oh, I have not stopped thinking about that one thing. Okay. Yes. Maybe I need to give that over to the Lord. Yes. Those are yeah. good. Yeah. Those are really good job. And those are, you know, those are two things that are very much connected, right? Yeah. Because I mean, I've just, as I've aged, I've just come to believe that at the, at the foundation, I guess the root of every, uh, certainly, yeah, unhealth or unhealthy thought, yeah, sin pattern, et cetera, in my life is unbelief mm-hmm. about who God is. And so, yeah, to pay attention to even what I'm believing about God. Uh, and I think, yeah, for me, I've just often reminded myself, you're not getting this wrong, even mm-hmm. though this may feel lonely, even though this may feel unfair, you know, whatever the adjective might be, disappointing, et cetera, mm-hmm. uh, that he's not getting it wrong. And mm-hmm. that begins to just turn my heart more towards him, right? Yeah. Which is where we want to be. That's good. Yeah. I love that. Thank you, Jill. Yeah. Um, okay. Last couple questions, more fun questions yeah. here. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Always have to ask the fun questions. What are you like reading, listening? I know you're a reader. Listen, reading, listening to, watching, any yeah. of those. You yeah. can pick any or all. So a couple of years ago, I discovered an author, and I, I don't know if I've made this genre up or not, but it, I call it medical fiction. Oh, okay. The author that like I love. Grey's Anatomy. I guess, yeah, a little bit, yeah, <laughs> which is, you know, one but of my favorite TV reading. shows. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I've sort of grown up with Meredith Grey. Mm-hmm. Um but, uh, yeah, her name is Lisa Genova. And so she has written, um, she's a former like, uh, neuroscientist, I guess is her title. Okay. And so she has written on autism and Lou Gehrig's mm. disease and Huntington's disease and just different, yeah, just different stories built around actual, I think, cases okay. of hers. Yeah. Uh, and they're just fascinating to me. I yeah. just, yeah, I love medical fiction. So I'm reading that. Uh, reading a couple books, of course, for ministry and, um, we are, uh, for whoever has wanted to jump in mm-hmm. actually a couple of days ago, I invited, yeah, our home group leaders here, coaches, women's Bible class mm-hmm. participants and leaders to read the Bible in a hundred days. Mm-hmm. And so that started just a couple of days ago. And so I'm excited to do that this yeah. summer and it feels more achievable to me because I have never honestly never completed a year long Bible reading plan. Yeah, it's <laughs> and hard. so it is, it's so hard. And it's, and for me, it's so long. I feel like I, mm-hmm. I'm just an impatient person. <laughs> right. And so I, I like the hundred day kind of benchmark, like, mm-hmm. okay, the finish line is, it's, it's days. pretty close. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I'm reading that. Um, what were the other categories? Listening, Listening to. Yes. So I cannot turn off Carrie Underwood's new album called My Savior. Have you oh, listened to this? So good. It's the so queen. Good. Yes. Well, yes, she's the queen for sure. <laughs> but I hear my father singing in the back of my mind oh. when I 
yeah, when I listen to this, because it's all these old, like, yeah. Southern Baptist hymns, and I yeah. just love it so much that I actually can't stop listening to it. Oh. It's amazing to me. Um, but if there's somebody that's on deck, you know, apart from Carrie and that album, uh, Sarah Bareilles, mm-hmm. Amos Lee, just, yeah. Yeah, just a, the good stuff. Yes, just some good, <laughs> like, coffee shop listening, yeah. you know? Yeah, so, love that. And then there was watching. Are you much of a watcher? I am. So, you know, during COVID, gosh, we all had to be, right? True. Just to not go absolutely crazy. (laughs) What am I watching currently? I am watching, oh, I can't wait for the Friends reunion show. Oh, I know. Tomorrow. Yes. Yes. Because that show began the year after I graduated from college. Nice. And so probably similar to how you feel with Harry Potter, I'm guessing right. you're around his age, right? Like you yeah. sort of feel like you maybe grew up with Harry. Yes. yes. I feel like I grew up with this yeah. six, yeah, this group of six people uh, on Friends. And so I'm super excited. I know way too many one-liners from right. <laughs> the 10 seasons of Friends. I bet. So I watch, yeah, <laughs> watch a lot of those reruns. I'm a huge Amazing Race mm. fan. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, said in my 20s and 30s even uh, how much I would love to. Yeah, go and be a yeah. part of that show. Yeah. Um, what else am I watching? Defending Jacob. Have you watched this? No. It's a, what is that? Kind of a murder mystery, I guess, oh. on Apple TV. Okay. I think it might be a book as well. Um, but Captain America, whatever his real name is, yeah. <laughs> is the is the father. The really and cute so, one. Yes, yeah. he's very cute. I'm trying to remember uh, his name. I don't hate watching it uh, with him being the lead <laughs> but um but yeah just a good yeah, yeah good murder good mystery, murder mystery. Mm-hmm. yeah love that i love yeah. those i yeah. listen to a lot of like um murder mystery podcast and yes. also into murder mystery books as yeah. well yeah speaking of have you watched truth be told no which is a a podcast uh i'm trying to think who plays I think it might be Octavia Spencer. Oh, really? Is the, yeah, is the oh. podcaster, but she is investigating a crime. Oh. And so that, yeah, that okay. might, that might marry Noted. your two loves. There you go. That's <laughs> yes. right. <laughs> yeah, she's so fun. Good murder mystery with a podcaster. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I'm going to check that out for sure. Yeah. Noted. Yeah. I, I'll take other things away from the podcast too. Not just that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then lastly, what's refreshing you these days? Anything Mm. just bringing you life? Yes. Well, it's wonderful just to be back out in Mm -hmm. society, right? Like, uh, yeah. And not with cloth over your face. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, And to, yeah, just go to dinner, you know, Mm -hmm. with friends. I have a good friend here that she is just loving me so well because she knows that wing seven uh, mm-hmm. in me that loves to be spontaneous. Oh yeah. And so if she's running to target, she will call me and she's like, I'm on my way to target. You want to go? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> hey, I'm on my way to in and out. You want to go? Yes. <laughs> you know, all <laughs> these different the things. Best. Hey, we're about to, you know, watch this movie. You want to come over? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> and so the spontaneity has been so life-giving uh, That's fun. to me. Hugs have mm-hmm. been, oh, yeah, just missed hugging my friends. And mm-hmm. I'm flying home to North Carolina next week. And so I can't wait to hug my family. And nice. yeah, but good food is always a good refresher, yes. you know, just having Especially a meal. With people. Yes. I feel <laughs> like a, just returning to life together, I think is how yes. I would describe. Yeah. 
It's just I agree. What is just so encouraging right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. I'm yeah. same. Yep. Same. Yep. Ditto. <laughs> yes. Yep. And it's good just to be in your presence. Yes. 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 This yep. is so fun. Like seriously, so fun. I'm yep. so I'm so glad we got to do this. And so thank you so much for coming on and just sharing your wisdom with us because this is such a cool topic and just something that's very practical, which yeah. I love. And I'm sure a lot of my listeners will love as well. So yeah. thank you, Jill. Absolutely. Yes. My joy to be here. Thank you for the invitation. Hey, y'all. I just pray uh, that Jill's wisdom on rule of life has encouraged you today, either to start incorporating routines or maintaining the rhythms you already have. I've created a resource for you that you can start to prepare and draft a rule of life. So um, check that out on um, my Instagram. You can get a free copy of that. Uh, Or if you're already an email subscriber, then it will come to you in your inbox. And so um, I'm just so thankful for Jill and I hope she encouraged you today and um, May all of that just remind us to seek his kingdom first, to prioritize the eternal things and not be consumed by the world. So love y'all. Stay fresh.